Ahava and blessings. Welcome to this episode of Hold Shehina. This is a podcast that is here for us to remember, integrate, reawaken dormant parts of our being, align with our soul, and integrate this wisdom in order for us to live a life of freedom, of sovereignty, of expansion, of alignment, of abundance, of joy, of peace. So welcome. I am your host, Aria. I am a Reiki master energy and sound healer and an ordained Magdalene priestess. And today's episode really excites me because I am going to talk to you about the 7-7 portal well, it's 777, because this year, 2023, numerologically speaking, is a seven year. So it is a very, very powerful year. It is a year of initiation, of spiritual expansion. It is a year that is associated with Venus, with the Sefirot Netzach, which is eternity. It is about your auric field is about magnetizing the life that is aligned with our soul with victory and about creation choosing creation over destruction it is connected with mary magdalene it is a number again of profound spiritual awakening spiritual wisdom union divine union interior divine union it opens portals transformation absolute abundance it's spiritual beauty that manifests all around us and it's that space of personal reflection and silence so it is a very very powerful portal it is about endurance and perpetuity so it is really a magical year for all of these energies of expansion of beauty of creation so that is the significance of the number seven. So we are coming into July 7th of 2023, which is a 777. And this is a this just amplifies the energies of the seven. And so we are also at a time when the sun is aligned with Sirius. Sirius is called the dog star. It is in Canis Mayor, um, the constellation Canis Mayor. It is an ancient star that has been associated with many, many advanced civilizations, with many multidimensional beings that have come from this star system and come to share their wisdom, their genetic material with our earth, with us human beings. They are a part of us. Many of us are Syrian star seeds. We, oh God, I'm getting chills and tears. We have lived lifetimes in these other dimensions, these Syrian galactic dimensions, and now we are having the opportunity to bring those energies here on earth to support the ascension of earth, but also our own spiritual development and ascension. So Venus, the frequencies of Venus are associated with Hatur, and Hatur is also an Egyptian goddess. Now, Sirius, the energy that right now that it's called our spiritual sun because it is the brightest star it is the star that was uh, that is um, correlated to the heliacal 
rising of Sirius was correlated to the flooding of the Nile, the annual flooding of the Nile. So again, fertility, abundance, bringing in that energy of creation. Um, and so the Egyptians saw this star as kind of their compass. It was, it was their, their, their North star, which ironically, it's the brightest star in the Northern hemisphere. Well, not ironically, it's like everything happens for a reason. So the stars, um, the stars of Orion's belt are, which, so if you look at Sirius, it points to the direction of Orion's belt and Orion's belt, the stars of the belt are aligned with the pyramids of Giza. Um, and it is just, if you actually look and do research on the ancient civilizations, you will find that many ancient civilizations from the Aztecs, um, sorry, I think it might be the Mayans, um, the Mayans in Mesoamerica, the Inca in Peru, um, even um, in, in Indonesia, you will find temples that are aligned with these star systems, either the Pleiades, which is Venus, which is the seven sisters in the constellation of Taurus, the eye of Taurus, um, or with Sirius and, and has and have a correlation, a spiritual connection to these two civilizations. So Sirius was a mother civilization. They came down to share their wisdom, their knowledge, their spiritual advancement. And wisdom is different from knowledge. Knowledge is something that we can acquire from books, from reading, from experience. Um, well, not so much from experience. Knowledge is something that is learned and taught and can be integrated. Wisdom is, is the ability to know how to align the knowledge you have gained with the highest good, with creation. So again, we get back into this energy. So the star of Sirius, Soptet or Sothis. So in ancient Egyptian, it would have been Soptet. And if I'm butchering that in your Egyptian, my apologies. Um, um, Sothis would have been the, the Greek, the ancient Greek way of, of um, the ancient Greek name for this star. So this star um, was associated with the goddess Isis. Um, and Isis is the, it's a, she's considered a great mother um, and she is aligned with the energies of of maternal love of resurrection of renewal and the story of Isis is that she is the daughter of Ra the sun god and if you if you read is it the Ra the Ra manuscript um, th there's a channeled book about the frequency of Ra and Ra was a consciousness, is a consciousness that later came to be interpreted with the sun god, or being the sun god of ancient Egypt. But it, at that point, it could kind of become a distorted, um, not so much distorted. It had lost its original essence, which Ra was a consciousness that came down to benefit humanity, to support humanity in the evolution. So... The story goes that Isis, um, daughter of Ra, she stole the sun. She actually, no, so she had a snake, a cosmic serpent, go bite Ra so that he would need her special healing. So she is the goddess of healing, the goddess of divination, the goddess of magic, the goddess of resurrection, rebirth, renewal, 
So again, we can see how this correlates to the annual flooding of the Nile, because if the Nile didn't flood, then the earth wouldn't be fertile for there to be planting and crops and, and food. So it was really crucial for this annual blessing of the Nile, this blessing of the goddess that brought down this abundance, this fertility. So Isis went and she um, healed Ra, but before she healed him, she said, I want to know your secret names. Uh, because when you know, in, in ancient traditions, when you know someone's name, you know their vibration, you know their frequency, so you sort of assimilate their power. So she wanted to know his secret names in order for her to have more power. So she, so he had to give up his secret names so that she could heal him. And she healed him. And she is a powerful goddess, again, of healing, of fertility, of rebirth, resurrection. She is the mother of Horus. And she is uh, an amazing goddess. So what's also I find very interesting about this ancient, ancient um, stories and civilizations associated with Sirius um, is that it is, it is really all about magic, renewal, rebirth, resurrection, and the fact that it's our spiritual sun, that means right now, in, during this portal, we have the ability to bring forth this immense healing, this immense transformation from within. And the stars, the cosmos, the universal consciousness, God, Goddess, Mother, Father, Allah, whatever we call it, all of these frequencies because that's really what it is. All of these frequencies we call God or goddess or are different emanations of the divine. So when we can align with the highest frequencies, then our resonance changes and our DNA starts activating and we bring forth greater wisdom, greater alignment, greater abundance, greater beauty, greater joy. And we're able to create, co-create our existence, which is what we're doing. But we, many of us don't realize the extent of our power, the extent of how much our thoughts that are resonating in our head, our words that are speaking a vibration, all of these create our reality. They create the world around us. Everything that is matter started off as energy. Even your own physical body started as energy. You were, you are energy. It wasn't just were, you are energy. And you chose to be incarnated in a physical form so you can experience this world here on earth at this particular time in history where everything is just going and it's it's ascending and it's amazing um, and it's problematic and it has so many layers so many layers in this evolution of ascension so Sirius is the frequency that we are aligning to our spiritual sun our guiding compass so we can align with our soul so we can truly receive 
the wisdom that we need to move forward, the, the energy that we need to manifest the life that we desire, because it's all up to us. Everything, you know, everything we have created, whether, whether we have liked it or not, it is something we created or our energy created when we weren't aware. So when we hold traumas, karmas, patterns, limiting beliefs, which is natural because we were raised and in a system where we weren't taught our power, we weren't taught how to harness this energy, we weren't taught how powerful we are, we are. We were dumbed down in order to be controlled, in order to be um, enslaved in a way. And that word may be triggering because some people really were enslaved um, physically. However, if you are going around your life unaware of your own power and constantly giving your power away to things outside of you, then you are enslaved in the mind. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of like in all ways, we can either give our energy away to something outside of us or we can reclaim our energy and reclaiming our energy doesn't mean that we it doesn't come from a place of anger or of of a kind of well that's a bad thing and and we don't want that it comes from a place of empowerment and it comes from a place of sovereignty of knowing that you chose those circumstances and now you are choosing differently you are choosing to align with a higher frequency. So let's talk about frequency. So everything, as I mentioned, has a frequency, has a resonance. If you were to speak about your beloved, your lover, your, the person that you adore and love mo most in this world, your voice would change. Your heart would be vibrating at a frequency that, that is higher and more expansive and more joyful. And people would feel that passion, that love, that nurturing through your words, through your vibration, even without saying a word. Now, if you were to speak of a traumatic event or even just think about it, my apologies, my computer, um, you would notice how you kind of would start hunching down. You would start kind of enclosing yourself to protect your body, to protect your vital organs. Your voice would, would, would drop and, and you would, your resonance would shift to something lower, to something not, um, not of the highest vibration. So a memory can trigger that energetic change in you. So imagine what all we have created or think on, not imagine, think on what all you've created when you were unaware of the power of your words, of the power of your frequency. And you were just basically strumming along to whatever came on the radio that was either vengeful or hateful or misogynistic or 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 even just in our family 
just repeating the same karmic cycles of pain, of suffering, of loss, of, of illness. All, all of this we learn and we, we take on as ours. And we sometimes, oftentimes, hold in our own genetic material, in our DNA, and they can express themselves as illness, as disease, depending on whether you continue resonating at that frequency. And that frequency, again, everything has a frequency. So the food we eat has a frequency. The music we listen to has a frequency. The, the words that we say have a resonance, a frequency. The books that we read hold a resonance. The people we hang around, they hold a frequency. So notice, if you happen to hang around a lot of people that are constantly struggling financially and constantly having issues in their relationships and in their family life and in their work life, notice that those patterns keep repeating over the years that you know that person because they don't shift their own personal frequency. And this isn't a, a bad, like it's not making that person bad. It just is the reality of the fabric of this current reality. However, if that person or if you are to awaken and start becoming conscious and aware of the, the family patterns, of your own patterns, of the patterns of your friends, and start shifting your personal vibration and aligning with something higher, then you will attract something higher. You will attract experiences that match that core resonance that has been integrated into your being. Now, this doesn't mean that bad things don't happen to people that, that have done their healing. Bad things can happen to anyone. No one on this earth while we're human is immune to suffering, to illness, to whatever. We're not immune to it. However, depending on your resonance and the baseline of your frequency, how you respond to those external triggers is different. Now, I have things that trigger me. So for me, the things that I personally really get my goat are ignorance. And it's not just ignorance that you don't know. It's a willful ignorance, like an ignorance that this person does not want to, does not want to grow, does not want to learn, does not want to evolve. And yes, I get that some people that's, that's the path they've chosen and that's their path. However, when that willful ignorance interferes with my ability to do my work and my job, that that's where it gets it gets my goat and the other thing is so it's willful ignorance and arrogance and those two things together it's like that nature of someone who thinks they know it all and they refuse to actually understand that no one knows it all no one not a single being on this earth knows it all. We are all learning. We are all growing. We are all evolving. And so those two things really get my goat. And I know that it's, it's work that I have to do. Because 
these people, I mean, yeah, sure, they're sort of interfering with what I'm trying to do. But ultimately, they, they, well, they, that person or those people have their own path. And it really has nothing to do with me. And, and I, and while I know it has nothing to do with me, even though I know it has absolutely nothing to do with me, there are times when it does get the better of me. And I do my work, I do my practices, I meditate, I chant, I, (laughs) and still that can get someone like me who is doing a ton of work. So no one is immune from having those human experiences where you might want to wring someone's neck. (laughs) But the point is you always come back to your center you come back to knowing that you are infinite, you are expansive. And that person, even though they are in their limited form with their limited expression, they're also have the same capacity to expand, to grow, to learn, to evolve. They may have chosen not to do that this lifetime. And that's where compassion and gratitude come in. Compassion because they don't know any better. They've been conditioned in such a way that that kind of behavior is acceptable. And everyone around them made them believe that that kind of behavior is acceptable. However, if one looks at the grander scheme of things and one looks at from a higher perspective, that's not evolved behavior, but it's that person's expression And it is what it is. It doesn't have to affect us. And it doesn't have to be our reality. And it just means that I have to personally, in this situation, I just have to work that much harder to have my resonance be at such a high frequency that in, in those moments, that that nonsense doesn't bring my resonance now down. Because we're all... We're all working on raising our frequency, raising our vibration. And the more that we can raise our vibration, sustain it, the more that we will rise and grow and align. And even if we have moments where we kind of flip and we're like, oh, all exasperated and like, I can't believe this nonsense. We still, we still come back to center and we come back to center quicker and quicker and quicker when we have the tools and have the ability to do the work. So that brings me to another topic, which has to do with the seven, seven portal and our resonance and our frequency and what we give our energy to. So there are, there are always There are always things around us that will be demanding our time, our energy, our frequency. And it is really up to us at this point to utilize our wisdom and discernment to know what is deserving and worthy and the best use of our time and our energy. Because sometimes... Sometimes people think that they are entitled to your energy simply because, I don't know, they, they're friends with you or they follow you on social media. It doesn't matter. 
sometimes people have a, an entitled way of seeking support and guidance without really understanding that everything is an energetic exchange. So they're demanding your time, your energy without reciprocating. And everything is energy. So when we give, we receive. And your energy is incredibly valuable. So now is really a time to be wise, develop wisdom and discernment around what we give our energy to. So I was raised Buddhist and I parted ways with that form of Buddhism because although growing up, they really went guns blaring, you know, all the way like, oh, humanity, we're all equal. You know, every being has a Buddha nature. Every being is worthy of respect. In recent years, I saw that that wasn't their practice. That in, in theory, in their words, they said, yeah, this is what we believe. But when push came to shove, their actions showed differently. Their actions showed that they didn't believe in sovereignty. They didn't believe in each individual person's wisdom and enlightenment. And they just went with whatever, wherever the winds blew them. So that to me, and the more aware we get, the more that we see things like that and we're like, no, I'm not giving my energy to that. Because understand that religion, because that at this point, that's now a religion. It's no longer a philosophy. Religion, organized religion, is an egregore of sorts. It is an egregore. It's, it, over time with all the energy people have put into it, it becomes a consciousness of its own. It becomes an entity of its own. And we should be aware of what we're giving our energy to. What are we feeding? Are we feeding the social media beast with our constant scrolling, our unconscious scrolling? Or are we feeding our light? Our, are we feeding those things that we don't desire? If we don't stand for, if we don't stand for everyone being inherently worthy of respect and freedom and sovereignty, then you don't believe in that. That's okay. That's your prerogative to believe in and experience this existence however you choose to experience it. However, if you say, I believe in X, Y, and Z, and yet your actions are not reflecting that, then we are not an integrity. And I speak this for me as well. And us looking at ourselves honestly and being able to see where am I in alignment and in integrity and where am I not? Without the shame, without the blame, without the bullshit of the, of the judgment, without that nonsense, but just the awareness of this is where I'm in integrity and right here, when I'm behaving like this, when I'm doing this, I'm not in alignment. I'm not in integrity. And then bring back, bring your behavior into alignment with what it is that you want. And be clear. Be clear about what it is that you stand for, what it is that you believe in, what it is that you are resonating with. What are you manifesting? 
What are you co-creating with the divine? What are you wishing to co-create? Because we're at a point in time where we don't need organized religion. It's useless. It actually is a hindrance in many ways because it perpetuates a narrative that is not even in alignment with what supposedly the original teachings were. So you're giving your energy to something that is not in alignment and in coherence with the vibration that you are wishing or not that you wishing is too wishy-washy that you are working and co-creating so it's a time of great introspection it's a it's a time of using our wisdom and our discernment and not just being fooled by whatever whatever words are being said you have to we all have to get wiser, get, use our discernment, listen to our intuition, learn how to hear what is going on by hearing the voice of another being. Because the voice tells you a lot. The voice can tell you where, where someone is off in, in their integrity, where someone is perhaps off in their energetic field, in their illness. The voice can tell you a lot. The voice is very powerful, very powerful. And our voices are how we create worlds. So imagine, pay attention to the way that other people express themselves and the way you express yourself, the way you've learned to express yourself. And you will see where you are either in dissonance or in resonance where you are in harmony or in disharmony. And choose wisely. Choose wisely because this is a powerful portal. This is, well, it seems like nowadays it's like we're always having a powerful upgrade to our energy, whether we're doing practices, whether we're, it's the cosmic alignment, whether it's all of the above, it's it, constantly, there's, there's always more. So your body, has to catch up <laughs> to the upgrades. So give your body plenty of support, drink plenty of clean water, like really work with sound, work with whatever calls your, your soul, work with the, the healers that really resonate with you. Listen to the healers that really resonate with you. Like the, the ones that really give you something to aspire to and pay attention to your own frequency and what you are co-creating because everything magnifies whatever we give our attention to magnifies and the number seven is powerful we have seven chakras in our physical body there are seven heavens there is the seven hermetic principles there is initially it was the seven planets it was let's see the sun Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn. Because Uranus and, and the others were too far away for, for the ancients to see. And so the other significance of Sirius is one of the ancient tribes in Mali, the Dogon, also have stories of beings from this star system coming down to support them. 
the Sumerians have a similar story. The, the, I think it's the Hopi, basically. Native Americans as well also have stories of these intergalactic, multidimensional beings coming down from the stars to help them, to support them, to offer them wisdom, to offer them guidance. So there is a lot of power in understanding and integrating our multidimensional selves. That nature, that infinite nature that we have, it is, there's, there's no way around it. Either we keep feeding the system that perpetuates inequality, injustice, harm to beings. Either we keep feeding that beast or we start with ourselves doing our work so we start resonating at a different different frequency and we call our power to us. We, we stand in our sovereignty and we start or we continue to manifest and co-create a different reality for ourselves. So what we really need is community. Community of like-minded people who are supportive of one another. So again, pay attention because there are people who will say they support you. But when push comes to shove, they're not around. If you really need them, they're gone. They're like, oh, peace, I can't help you right now. I'm like, okay. But that tells you a lot. Those actions, a person's actions tell you a lot about their character and their core belief systems. And those core belief systems are what drive them and what drive us. So getting to the bottom of what our core beliefs are, what frequency we're vibrating and resonating at, what are we embodying, what are we harmonizing with, what are we choosing, that goes a long way to shifting our reality, to shifting and, and reclaiming our power, our sovereignty, and manifesting the new earth. The earth that all of our cosmic brethren are like, yes, the earth is doing it. The star seeds are awakening. They are rising. And each one of them is sharing their gifts. And our soul family, our star brothers and sisters are so proud of us. And they are sharing their wisdom through you, through me. And they are sharing their support and their love their unconditional love for us. And they're telling us not to give up. Don't give up. You may have bad days. You may have bad moments. Keep coming back to your heart. Keep coming back to your center. Keep coming back into alignment. Choose to align to the infinite frequencies of unconditional love to your soul. Because that is the essence of your soul. Your soul is love. Your soul is expansive. Your soul is infinite. Your soul is one with the divine. You are already there. You've already mastered these lessons on another plane. Now it's just up to us to embody and integrate these energies, these frequencies, 
and bring them forth. And the more that we shine, so think about how the stars shine so brightly and how they guide us. The ancients would navigate according to the stars. They would follow certain stars, certain constellations would point them in the right direction of where they wanted to go. It's the same, except we're human now. And we're not looking to revere and worship the stars. We're opening ourselves up to receive the wisdom, to receive and integrate, embody the wisdom so we may implement those teachings, move forward with that creation, that expansion, that alignment. Be that light for one another that warms and nurtures and guides. This is, this is the new earth that is already here. We are anchoring the template. We are raising our own vibration to anchor these frequencies in our physical bodies. We are upgrading our DNA. And we upgrade our DNA with rest, with understanding our resonance, with quality food, quality water, with, again, knowing, being aware and conscious of what we're giving our attention to. And if it is in alignment with what we are moving towards or if it's not. And if it's not, choose. Allow yourself to resonate at a higher frequency and the experiences will become more magical, more multidimensional, more expansive, more abundant, more in alignment with your soul, with the light that you are here to share. And as I just said that, I just saw a hawk fly <laughs> high across the trees over here in front of me. So the hawk, Horus, son of Isis, the hawk represents wisdom and a higher vantage point, like looking at things from a higher perspective. So everything we're going through, we can look at from the mundane earthly perspective of this is my karma, this is my suffering, this is my struggle, this is blah, blah, blah. My family is like this, you know, these are, you know, familial, this is genetic, this is whatever. We can look at it from that perspective or we can transcend that perspective and we can take that and be like, okay, that's what my family brought to the equation. But my soul knows different and knows something more. And the more we bring down of the light of our soul, the more we shift our frequency. And when we shift our frequency, we heal and we shift and we activate even our families. Even if at this point in time, they do not, they're not doing any spiritual practices. They're just kind of going through the motions and that's, maybe that's their path and that's okay. Because every being, not, not every being came here to awaken. Some of them came here to sleep. And this is their rest. Now, I have absolutely no idea why someone would choose that kind of existence as their rest. But maybe for this being, this is their vacation. Their vacation is not to do the work. 
is not to awaken because it's hard work <laughs> to awaken and to go through your series of awakenings because it's not just one like isis it is a constant death rebirth you die again you're reborn resurrected Once you wake up, it's just an endless cycle. <laughs> it's an endless spiral of awakenings and deaths. And parts of yourself will die. The parts that were not real. And not real in the sense that they're not physical. Real in the sense of not in alignment with your soul. The stuff that you took on that was other people's, the family, the society, the country, the media, all of those iterations of identity that are not, that are not you, that are not your soul, because your soul is infinite light, your soul is love, all of those will be pushed to the wayside, and it's not easy to have parts of your being die. It's painful as fuck. <laughs> it's painful. And it's a struggle. And I can... The amount of times that I wanted to just go back to sleep and not continue, of course they're sleeping. Because to go through this, and oftentimes to go through this alone until you find your community that's rough that's not for the faint of heart so if you are going through your dark nights of the soul and if you're doing it alone and if you can persevering on the path of your spiritual awakening i commend you and i honor you because that's not for the weak don't let anyone tell you you're weak because that shit takes balls that is deep and it takes great strength and great fortitude and great perseverance to continue and to continue to seek your alignment and to those times when you're not in alignment and not in integrity, come back to your alignment. That's work. So you are strong. You have persevered. Only the strongest signed up for this mission. And we're all here to support one another. We're all here to anchor one another in safety, in love, in light, and in unconditional love. Like that love that just, there is no judgment, there's no shame, there's no guilt, there's no nonsense. It's just as I see you. I see you. And I see how hard you're working. And I see how you're progressing. And I honor your growth. I honor your expansion. And you see that in others. And honor their growth. Honor their expansion. And just send love to those that choose not to be awake. And don't let them become a hindrance or an obstacle for you. Just keep rising. Keep being the hawk 
and seeking a different, a higher perspective. Keep learning, keep growing, keep evolving, keep ascending, keep anchoring that in your body. This is a wild ride. And the cosmic energies are here for us. They're here supporting us. All we need to do is sometimes, or oftentimes, if not all the time, sit in silence, in stillness, open, receive, align with the highest frequencies. Breathe them in and allow them to be integrated in your DNA. Definitely a powerful time, powerful portal. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. And the companion episode is the sound healing that is going to bring in these energies, support us in anchoring and clearing away what needs to be cleared. And I'm feeling a lot of spiritual sovereignty, a lot of sovereignty and freedom, like real freedom is coming through during the sound healing. So stay tuned. Enjoy the sound healing. Thank you so much for listening. Again, please, we are looking for growth and expansion and abundance in all things. So let's support one another. Share, save this, subscribe. And if you resonate with this, send me a DM, comment, follow me on Instagram, uh, all the things. <laughs> all the things. I honor you and I thank you so much for your time and your presence and your heart and your growth. And know that even if you don't think you are being seen, you are being seen. You are being seen and you are being fully supported on this journey. Ahava.